0: on this episode of the girl talk podcast the stress that we feel is when we try to take the responsibility of life and kids and jobs and all of that on ourselves that tension that is created we call stress but it's actually stress of our own making There. You're listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad you are here. I am stressed out to the max. Why? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Okay. Why are you so stressed out? Why is everybody so stressed out? What do y'all do? What is, your, um, what is your coping mechanism when you're stressed out? I'll start, and I'll give you a few minutes to <laughs> discuss. Why are you laughing already? Because I can, I can taste mine right now. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. I eat my emotions. No, mine tastes like ice cream.
1: Mm. Ice cream, chocolate, mm. anything sweet. What about you, mm. T? Well, I am a salty, crunchy girl when I'm eating for stress. You and are I salty. do the same thing. <laughs> I get a little salty. But actually, that is, in fact, uh, research proven that when people are stressed out, they often will choose something crunchy. Because mm-hmm. it does provide a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I try to exercise when right. I feel stressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I can at least walk or something to move my body to get rid of that extra energy. But sometimes <laughs> it's moving my jaw with nachos. Yes.
2: Legit. Yeah. And if I've gotten way stressed out, like I'm, I'm on the verge of an anxiety or a panic attack. Uh-huh. The only thing that solves it. Well, the two things that solve it. Uh, walking and walking uh-huh. and walking uh-huh. and walking Brisk some more. Walking, right? And like. Six miles of walking. Like the kind Uh of walking where it's like I'm not stopping until the stress is gone kind of walking. It takes you six miles to get rid of walking? yes, stress. Sometimes, Sometimes.
0: Okay. I mean, you stress me out a lot,
1: (laughs) She's going to start walking. I want to
0: know if I'm the six-mile version or if that's the kind of stress that I give you or if I'm a two-miler. We're not going to talk about that in this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Okay, on this episode. We'll save (laughs) that for another one. About stress, not
2: about relationships. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) The other thing that works is scripture.
0: Yeah. yeah well, yeah, before yeah, we get there yeah. before we get there, I just want to say I, I will eat my emotions, but then I will follow my emotions, so mm-hmm. I just let myself go crazy into that emotion. So if if I'm feeling super stressed, mm-hmm. I tend to be overly mm-hmm. emotional about things that aren't, you mm-hmm. know, really stuff to be overly emotional about. Like something mm-hmm. happened something happened a couple of weeks ago, and I was very stressed. And I cried because it was like I, I ran out of trash bags or something. I mean, it was just like totally. That wasn't the reason you right, were crying. Right. Right. I like opened the pantry and I'm yes. like, I'm out of trash bags. You know, it's just the last yeah. thing. And so if I don't eat my emotions, I just follow them wherever they take me, which is dangerous for me because I'm, I'm a creative and I'm highly emotional anyway. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn how to manage those things. Anything else besides Yeah. Crunchy, sweet, salty. I cry my emotions. Cry. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I'll get so stressed out that it'll just like pop out my eyeball. Yeah. Just, Mm -hmm. and there's no control over that. The other um, coping technique. It's a fantastic one. Should you happen to work in a restaurant, sometimes inside walk-in coolers, there's a walk-in freezer. Those things are totally soundproof. So you go into a walk-in freezer inside a wet, well walk-in cooler and you scream at the top of your lungs and you get out all of that stress. It it works. Hold on
1: a minute. Where are you going and doing
2: that? Well, I, that that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it. I'm so Tell curious. it. We got time. That's, that's cool. what I used to. Well, I used to be a camp counselor. I worked at Camp Tacoa. Okay. which is oh, yeah, a yeah. Methodist camp yeah. here in the in the Hendersonville area uh, when I was in college and in high school and. Y'all, sometimes little kids can stress you uh-huh. out and not sleeping well. That's why so you're
0: stressed out mm-hmm. by me, right? So
2: you find yourself <laughs> a freezer, yeah. a walk-in freezer, and you go
0: and just scream. scream it works it out.
1: beautifully. It okay. also
0: probably lowers your blood pressure because of the no doubt.
1: temperature. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So well, I'll yeah. tell you one other okay. thing that okay. I do yeah. often, and that is pour into music. This is true. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. If mm-hmm. I have, I have a playlist. I'm feeling a little sad. I have a playlist. Does it have 80s on it? It does. Yes, it has the soft, sad songs. It's kind of like like an Indigo Girls or something where you just pour yourself into the lyrics. It's kind of a release for the
0: emotion. You said one time, you said, I I always know that I'm getting into trouble when I listen to this specific kind of music. Yeah. And I I resonated so deeply with that because I can tell that too. I've got but you have actual, I've got one album. I like every time I listen to it, Ella's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> because it it's super folksy and like got mm-hmm. some dark undertones mm-hmm. to it. And yeah,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly way. it. Yeah. Yes. And I, sometimes if I'm starting to go down a path of feeling, down depressed or stressed i will listen to that music and other times i will not listen to that music to try to change but but there are times when it's helpful for me to just express the emotions through the lyrics so let's talk about that just a little bit because i think
0: I think there are, is something to be said for finding healthy ways to express those emotions, because mm-hmm. I'm a stuffer, mm-hmm. which when, when I say I'm a stuffer, I will just stuff things down, stuff things down, stuff things down, and then I explode all of a mm-hmm. sudden, Where. I'm learning about myself if I had dealt with those emotions kind of one at a time think of like a like a Tupperware tub that you have in the attic of your house if you you know take all your christmas decorations out at once you get overwhelmed but if you just take them out one mm-hmm. at a time you can place them pull your you know that kind of thing yes. but if i if i would have taken out those emotions kind of one at a time and expressed those in healthy ways i don't think i would have ended up exploding so i think there's something Mm. to be said for dealing Mm -hmm. with stress as Mm -hmm. it comes but but i think when people hear stress they automatically go oh that's a bad thing stress is just a part of life the bad comes with the ways that we deal with it and Mm -hmm. that's what we've kind of hit at with you know the the emotional eating and the Mm -hmm. following your emotions and being all emotional but let's talk for a minute I'm going to kind of turn to you as our professional uh, about this because of your background in social work what are some healthy ways that people can express those emotions and kind of deal with them as they come instead of letting them build up
1: You're so right about that. I heard it likened to to a beach ball that you try to keep underwater Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it pops up twice as high because you're trying to push it down. So So being aware, I mean, and we talk about this kind of thing a lot, but in mental health, circumstances they talk about awareness Mm. anytime you're trying to deal with something you have to be aware of it Mm. because if you're avoiding it if you're ignoring it if you're not um, giving it the attention it will come back so being aware of what you're feeling is the first step. I want to say, um, just kind of throw a question
0: at you, too. Yeah. If you don't express it, then it typically comes out in those relationships that are closest to you, which you don't intend. Yes. Because I've seen that with my own life. Yes. It's been, you know, me and my daughter for years. And a lot of times if I'm feeling super stressed in one area, I'll end up, you know, lashing out at her or saying mm-hmm. something I don't mean what is that it's what how do we
1: safe it, that's yeah, that is safe. it it's the safe yeah, people in right. your life mm-hmm. and unfortunately <laughs> If you are a safe person for someone else, you probably dealt yeah. with it. Yeah, but yeah, it is—it is that safety piece. I can trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can—I can let my hair down right. with you, kind of a thing. So it's actually kind of a compliment yeah. if yeah. you want to think about it. I know like you're going to forgive me. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And I think too, uh, I'm just thinking of this, but when when the pandemic happened. I think people became a lot more aware of their feelings. Is mm-hmm. that wrong? I mean, I think there was a lot of focus on how you're mm-hmm. doing mentally, whereas yeah. I don't think before that, I mean, you heard it, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. as prevalent. I think there was a lot of time to process your feelings. Right, mm-hmm. and we were Which, isolated. Yeah, yeah. Instead of stuffing them
2: down, like we, we tend to, when we feel stress, when we feel emotions, when we feel mm-hmm. things, we tend to you know, push it down and push it down and push it down and push it down and not deal with it. And covid that was one of the beautiful things about covid mm-hmm. is that it gave us time yeah. to process whether or not we wanted to process them or not yeah we had time and headspace to be able to process our and thoughts.
1: there was more discussion about mental health right. during that right. time because right. yeah. so many people were aware of right. the the difficulties yeah um but i something you said earlier i think i want to reiterate which is there is good stress mm. sometimes we feel and it might be uh um an elevated heart rate or it might be a tingling or maybe even a sweat and you you you're seeing that you're feeling stress and the first thing we do is evaluate it like oh oh no you know and we kind of put it in a bad category but there can be good stress mm, right. when you present something when you take a test when i walk on the tennis court there is a level of of stress that you're feeling in those moments mm that is actually going to help you Mm. it's going to make you more um just more aware more alert it's gonna it's gonna help you sharpen your senses Mm -hmm. so there's good stress so i think a lot of times we need to make sure that we're not just dumping all of that into a bad scary category yeah but identifying if it's good stress and hey this is going to help you god gives us these emotions, I think what happens um, that turns it in a bad way is if we take a circumstance and we label it as a bad thing mm-hmm. uh, and our body reacts to it uh, like it's that. a bad thing. Unpack that a little bit. Okay. You guys know that I've struggled getting in airplanes ever mm-hmm. since 9-11. I yeah. was talking to my therapist about this a bunch of times. And getting into an airplane is not a, a, a bad thing. There's right. nothing bad about that. But my body starts to perceive it as a scary experience. I am in danger. And so then my body reacts as if I'm in an actual dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. And the way to work on that she has taught me is to deal with some of the thoughts and some of the physical experiences Mm -hmm. that I have to bring me down. So
0: do you do that before you know, you're going to be getting on an airplane to do something, you know. Yes. You, you can, and yes all, and. All, yeah. for me,
1: I do that previously and in the moment and even some after.
0: Well, and I think that kind of speaks to um, unpacking the emotions as you go mm-hmm. through yes. them and yeah. also preparing yourself for what could be a stressful situation. Yes. I.e. a relationship issue that you know you're going to have yeah. to face at some point. You can prepare yourself before you head into that situation so yes. you can kind of like,
1: be ready for it instead of just going into it blind. Does that make sense? It makes a hundred percent sense for okay. sure. You And that again is that awareness, like what, what environments cause me stress? Mm-hmm. So I know some of them. And so now that I know that I can prepare for it, unpack it a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. if I am doing my daily work or my daily life and I cry over no uh trash bag trash bags. By the way, that is kind of traumatic. (laughs) With two boys in my house, that can be a problem. Yeah. But if you start to realize that you're overreacting to things in your life, that is a sign that you need to start to unpack a few things. Start to take a moment and let one or two things go or address them. And here's the thing, girls, I think we have forgotten
0: I've been I've been drilling down on this recently in my own personal life because i think i've neglected this for so long and it's catching up with me and that is we've forgotten the beauty of sabbath Mm, yes sure yeah and and i think we're all (laughs) overstressed but it's not necessarily by what happened day before yesterday it's cumulative Mm -hmm. as we've just been running on empty for so long Mm -hmm. and we've forgotten how to be still and sit Mm -hmm. with God Mm -hmm. and take a break from the things Mm -hmm. because we're afraid we're going to miss something or we're afraid we're not going to be a part of something or we're afraid we're going to not know something and for me recently I've just felt a real cumulative exhaustion Mm -hmm. of like and I feel like God is saying it's because you refuse to sabbath
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you refuse to be still you refuse to to just spend time and I think part of that for me at least is because when you sit still with God you got to deal with some things like he's going to bring some things up Mm -hmm. and that silence is we're addicted to noise in our culture and that silence means I'm going to have to do some hard work Mm -hmm. and I don't want to do hard work I just want to plow through and go achieve the next thing you know but I think a lot of my stress recently has been a cumulative impact of running on empty for too long and then i felt like i just sat down before god one day and i was like golly what is wrong with me i can't mm-hmm. seem to get rested and i'm tired and i'm cranky yeah. and i'm all the things and i felt like god was whispering that to my heart you need to mm-hmm. come away with me you need to come away mm-hmm. from everything else yeah um, Yes. And I, I didn't mean to over spiritualize that, but I think no, that is a is very real thing
1: for us huge. as believers. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And you had mentioned before that taking Sabbath is an issue of trust. Mm. We have to trust when we do that, that God's going to take care of the things that he's already told us he's going to take care of. That way we can rest. And if we can't rest, yeah. it's because we're holding on to some issues of trust. I totally just
0: yeah. texted this this morning. I hadn't planned on sharing this today, but totally fits right here. So I'm going to just take a minute and share with y'all real quick. If you'll allow me, um, seeking God requires me to sacrifice the things I feel compelled to chase. Hmm so I can be available to notice God's clear direction. Oh, yes. Mm. Let, me, let me say yes. it again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we all, if, if you said to the average believer, are you seeking God? They'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm seeking God. But the, the definition of seeking God, at least as this person defined, I don't know who said this. I found it on Pinterest somewhere. They said, seeking God requires me to sacrifice the things I feel compelled to chase so I can be available to notice God's clear direction.
1: It's That's It's so good. It's I'm good. writing
2: it down. You know what? One of the things I pictured earlier when you were talking was a, like a jar of clay. And that we're spending all of our time trying to make sure that there's no cracks in that mm. jar. We're putting tar all over it. We're spending all day long just making sure that no cracks get in our jar. Because once it cracks all of the stuff is going to start leaking out. Mm. And it's not just going to leak out like a drop at a time. It is going to gush out Mm -hmm. and pour out. And I I spend all my time making sure that the crack doesn't happen. Mm. But the crack is where God shines in us and Mm. shines through us. And where we can be healed and where we can rest and we trust God that he's got, he can take care of that jar Mm. without us needing to keep putting tar in it to make sure that it stays
0: together. I had a very wise friend um, when I was going through a particular hard season of my life, she handed me a beautiful pitcher Mm. and it was, it was handmade, it was gorgeous. And then she handed me a hammer and she said, I want you to smash this pitcher. And I said, Say what? And she goes, I want you to smash it. And I was like, I'm not going to smash it. She goes, no, I I brought it for the intent of you smashing it. And so we stood in my driveway. I'll I'll never forget this. And I laid it on the ground and I smashed it. And she said, now I want you to pick up all the pieces. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So we went back inside. and She said, I want you to start putting that back together. And so I spent maybe an hour or so just trying to piece the biggest pieces I could find back together. And I finally got frustrated. And she was like, this is kind of a metaphor for your life you've gone through a season of brokenness and you are trying to put all the pieces back together. Mm. And there's no way you can do that Mm -mm. because there's a point of impact that was shattered Mm -mm. to dust Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I keep in a little jar behind this picture that I tried to glue back together. And she said, only God can take the broken pieces Mm -hmm. of your life and put you back together again. Mm -hmm. But those places where you're broken Mm Mm-hmm. Is where God's light shines through mm-hmm. and he's going to use this story and I have it on it sits in my living room to this very day. y'all may have seen it and uh, and, and that's always a visual reminder to me of that mm-hmm. that the, the, the oftentimes the, the way we try to put ourselves back together and look as if we're not broken, we can't do that and it's yeah. frustrating and mm-hmm. that's where that frustration comes from. That's where that stress comes from of mm-hmm. oh, my life is broken, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. That's why we need a savior. Mm-hmm. Lead, to all leads back to Jesus. Right. Oh, yeah. Um but I, that was a great experience for me to go through. Yeah. yeah. Not that day, but now <laughs> years later I can say it was a great experience. I thought she was half crazy. <laughs> um but because this is I was like you've paid so much money for this and she was like this is your value to God. Mm. What a great friend. I know. she she was Wise. So wise. Yeah. And a little bit uh, uh, older than me and farther along in her journey and had the wisdom to have me do that that day. But Mm. I'll I'll never forget that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's how we spend our days trying to put trying to put the tar on or trying to to glue the pieces back together. And we can't do it.
0: And
2: God wants to get glory from our stress Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's part of it he gives he sometimes gives us stress or he walks us through the stress of our lives Mm -hmm. there's nothing that happens to us happens in our life that isn't that doesn't come across Jesus's desk first. Mm. God knows everything that's going to happen to us. He even knows what stress we're going to have. And all of it is for his glory. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. Whatever we do with it is to be for his glory. And so we've got to remind ourselves of that when we're going through those stressful situations. How can I use this for God's glory? And
0: I, I, I'll just be you know straight up. I'll be the carnal one here because my stress be does not glorify God at all. Mm, yeah. But it's because I'm trying to do that. Mm. I think that the t- and I'm going to call it tension because I think stress gets a bad rap sometimes. Sometimes that tension that we feel in lives in life is us trying to be our own savior. Yeah. <laughs> for that, sure. Of course. For sure. And that's, Absolutely. that is what that yeah. in me creates and, and that independence. And I, especially when I became a single mom, I'm going to show the world that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to do mm-hmm. it better. And I'm going to do all the things and I'm going to be the hero. Da, 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 and you know, Wow, did I mess that up. But I think the tension that we feel in life points us back to Jesus, if we're willing to admit that. And the stress that we feel is when we try to take the responsibility of life and kids and jobs and friendships and all of that on ourselves. That tension that is created, we call stress, but it's actually stress of our own making. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At least in my case, it Mm -hmm. is. Oh,
1: for sure, for sure. And I'll do you one up with regard to the carnal nature. Because I get stress because of my disordered desires Mm -hmm. and the mistakes that I make. And a lot of times that's overscheduling or doing the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. Mm. And God knew I shouldn't have done that. He didn't want me to do that because he knew that would cause stress, but I did it anyway. Mm. I was kind of stubborn, pig-headed. Mm. This happens a lot and I get myself into these positions and I'm like, I'm so stressed. And it's almost like I didn't I didn't have to be. Mm. I didn't have to do that, but I let my I'll call them disordered desires lead the way and prompt me to make a poor decision. Uh, but what I love about God is he will get us out of these situations we get ourselves into mm-hmm. without holding it against us when we give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. So and he's done that for me many times. But a lot of my stress is caused by my own poor decisions. Yeah. Yep. I think a lot yep. of
2: that, too, again, comes down to the superhero complex that mm-hmm. all of us have. Yeah. That pride. That issue of pride. If yeah. I can, I can yeah. do this. I can handle it. I can handle all the things. I want and then, this. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden mm-hmm. we can't handle all of the things we know we can't and the stress just bubbles up mm-hmm. and it becomes a problem and it yeah. it yeah. goes
0: back to those things that i want to chase you
2: know yeah
0: it's yeah. seeking god requires me to sacrifice the things i feel compelled to chase that's mm-hmm. it for mm-hmm. me you know Yeah, I think I think that's it for all of us, T, not just you. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of times we call it stress and it's stress of our own making. So it's tension that we've created on our own Mm -hmm. because, I mean, you know, we don't have anything better to do Um, (laughs) instead of relying on the strength of the Lord instead of like I mean, like the Bible said, Bible's full of and I probably don't need to tell you this, but the Bible's full of verses that tell us don't worry about anything. It said pray about everything. And that sounds good. And it's so fun on a poster. But in real life. I don't do that near enough yeah bring all your anxieties to <laughs> me yeah. you know cast all your cares on me because i care for you those kinds of promises are throughout god's word yep. because he realizes that it's deeper than the stress of running out of trash bags he yeah. realizes that it's the stress of carol trying to be her own superhero and yep. she's not fit mm-hmm. for that task well, my favorite of all the scriptures that relate to this is uh,
2: Matthew 6, where uh, it starts off, I don't remember where it starts, like 25, maybe verse 25 or something like that. Anyway, it starts off with, don't worry about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then talks about how or I tomorrow. take care of the birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take care of, if I take care of the birds, surely I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. They don't worry about where their food's coming from. The lilies of the valley. Yeah. They don't yep. worry about, you know, whether or not they're going to get rain and, and grow or not. I'm going to take care of all of that. And they're not made in my image. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't love them near like I love you. Mm -hmm. I'm taking a lot of liberty with (laughs) the KVB. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Basically what what God said, what Jesus, it's a, it's, it's red, it's red letters in your Bible. Yeah. Anyway, it's Jesus saying, I love you more than I love the fields. I love you more than I love the sparrows and I take care of them. Surely I'm going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And then it ends with, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have enough Mm -hmm. worries of its own. Um, Truth. Basically, just rest
1: in me. I got it. You got it all under control. I have um, been thinking about a particular scripture as we're talking about this, too. And it's one we did as a memory verse a few weeks ago. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Trisha, are you listening? Mm -hmm. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Mm -hmm. And if I were to follow that, I would get myself out of so many stressful situations I've been learning something I heard called soul care Mm -hmm. soul care as I understand it is communing with Jesus Mm -hmm. and it is the answer to stress Mm -hmm. because it's taking time Mm -hmm. to make the connection and commune with Jesus who's always with us but we're not always focused on it Mm -hmm. but if I take time and stop and focus on him it cares for my soul I'm able to place things at his feet I'm able to let go of that and uh, think about other people instead of myself Mm -hmm. sometimes stress is Mm self-focus and one way to get rid of it is stop focusing on yourself Mm -hmm. Trisha I'm talking to me but that's soul care Is spending time in communion with Jesus. Uh, I think that leads us back to Sabbath, the the Sabbath discussion. Yes,
0: Um, we've we've become a slave to our technology, Mm -hmm. I think, and we don't know how to stop, and we don't know how to stop comparing ourselves to other people, Mm. and we don't know how to stop looking at what such and so had for supper, and we don't know how to stop, you know, comparing somebody who does meal prep and does it perfect. I mean, all the things. Yeah, and pick uh, your category. Yeah, and it it just leads me back to that place of like, oh. I forget what author said it, but she said nearly everything can be fixed if it's unplugged for a while. Mm-hmm. I just totally, yeah, yeah. And Lamont, I think, has said something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's true for us, too. Yep, Pick, hit the reset button. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what Sabbath does for mm-hmm. us, is that it's the reset button. It's mm-hmm. come away with me, take some time and be still and know that I am God. Now, we know all those things. What do you think it is, is that keeps us from settling into sabbath that keeps us from clinging to those promises that keeps us from living in the abundance that god has given us
2: i think it's i mean i think everything comes back to pride really when we're we we make ourselves our own god Mm. that's that's the thing that all of us struggle with that is um the enemy's tactics Tactics. from the very first time the enemy's introduced it's Mm -hmm you know oh you, you can, can be, be wise mm-hmm. like god too yeah. and so that's what that's what we want that's what we think we are mm-hmm. is w- wise as god and so yeah. we're our own superhero mm-hmm. i can handle this mm. you know our mama my mama told me i can handle <laughs> all, all things i can be anything i wanted to be i want to be god yeah
1: so yeah. I, it just comes down to pride i think so much i agree with you so much of my issues just land on pride mm. i think another reason that i don't Sabbath, the way I should, and I don't think Sabbath is only Sunday. I mm-mm, think Sabbath mm-mm. is you can a daily practice or whenever you can commune with God, but it is a fear of feeling. Mm-hmm. A fear. Yes, I don't Say want to again. feel that. Yes, I think that's what causes yeah. us to avoid that Sabbath rest whenever it is. Is I don't want to feel that, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm yeah. scared to feel that. Yeah. Right. What if I sink mm-hmm. into this feeling and I can't get out? Mm-hmm. I've had that yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm learning that I won't sink because mm-hmm. my lifeguard walks on water. Yeah, <laughs> really. That I won't. You're sink. safe
0: there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. safe when you're communing with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, He can handle those feelings mm-hmm. and right. care yeah. for you in the best possible way mm-hmm. in those places. Man, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. So, if you're stressed out to the max, could it possibly be that you need to plan a Sabbath? Mm-hmm. You need to come away. Yeah. Um. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. We'd love to talk with you about what it means um, to take that Sabbath, to take that rest, come away with Jesus, to get in contact with him again, because that is the answer to our stress. Mm. That is the answer to our pride. That is the answer to our superhero syndrome. All of that can be solved with one person's name, and his name is Jesus. If you don't know him, I'm just going to throw this out there because um, I don't ever want to uh, assume that you have a relationship with God. And if if you're like, I don't even know what y'all are talking about. It all sounds weird to me. And, you know, where well, there's room for you too um, to be a part of this discussion. But Jesus loves you. And when Trisha talks about soul care, he is the only one completely qualified to care for our soul because he took the weight of our sin and he paid for it on the cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, He died a death that you and I deserve to die because of all the mistakes that we've made. But then he provided that forgiveness. He, God raised him from the dead so that you and I could spend eternity with him. Mm. And so if that is new for you today, if you're hearing that for the very first time, I want to invite you to do something real simple. Pull out your cell phone. If you're listening on your cell phone, write this down on a scratch pad or something. And I want you to text just the word Jesus to 800 1-800-293-1069. 1-800-293-1069. Just the word Jesus to 1-800-293-1069. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to send you a message that is going to have a link for Billy Graham's Steps to Peace with God, where he's really going to explain this out for you. You won't have a whole lot of questions because he just makes it so simple. And you can invite Jesus to be a part of your life and to be Lord of your life today. Mm-hmm. And it will change everything. I mm-hmm. promise you. Guarantee. Guarantee. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you'd like to do that, go ahead and text Jesus right now to 800-293-1069. And we're going to be praying for you. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation today. I've learned a lot from you gals. So thank Thank you. you so much for all that you've brought. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.